Wait, so yeah. if you were to do U turn, do you do multiple? Nope, just down. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, das, das Auto. <laughs> das Auto. <laughs> Welcome to episode 134. This episode 2 is going to talk about Spin Off City, casting news, and Anton talks about the importance of batteries. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. How's your week been? Man, it has been a very tired week for me. Um, yeah, well, one thing is work, of course. Um, but another thing is uh, this week I was at work. And I got a phone call from my wife, Julie, and mm-hmm. she said... She's pregnant. She, she, she was crying, and uh, she said, oh. you got to come home right now. And I just bolted through the door at work, and I asked her what happened. I got in the car, I asked her what happened, and uh, she said, um, our son fell. Uh, and it sounded like he fell pretty bad. Uh, oh. So I asked her what happened, the details, and she basically said uh, he... Uh, was on the changing table she just turned around just to get like wipes to wipe his face mm-hmm. and he starts flipping over i mean any other time that'd be cool except mm-hmm. on the changing table yeah and the thing is that he hasn't really flipped yet until that day like for the yeah. past couple of weeks like what you a know, time to do it huh? yeah <laughs> yeah so he flipped over he uh, has like a little gash on his head right here not not oh. not a big one just like a, a probably like outside of the skin area but yeah. it's it's not so severe to where you need like stitches yeah yeah so i rushed home took him to the hospital uh er right down the street actually yeah it's across the street <laughs> that's how close it is i pro- i've probably seen it then <laughs> yeah yeah it's literally right across the street um yeah. it's crazy because we in lake mary we have four er's mm-hmm. like that's not enough <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways uh, we have four er's here uh, two of them are right across the street. Um, but anyways, we went inside, make sure he's okay. Looks like everything's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think he basically, well, the doctor said that he was made to bounce because babies yeah, yeah. have like a tendency of having like um, very soft bones that kind of like, you know, bounce back. And plus yeah. they have a lot of um, baby fat. Yeah, they're, you know? they're little, they're little human jellies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of like the highlight of the week. Well, a bad highlight of the week. Yeah. But, uh, Had uh there you go. yeah. Yeah. But for the past two days, he, he's been doing quite good. Uh, it's healing really well. But, uh, yeah, today he is one heck of a fellow. Like, he wouldn't sleep at all. All he wanted to do was play all day today. Um, we went to get one of those uh, little bouncing things, but they were sold out of those. So we ended up buying uh, one of those things where, um, you know, it's a walker where you can push around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's not ready for that yet. We already know well, that he's the, not ready. Is the bouncy things like the ones are kind of like a, pretty much a kid version of like those like bungee jumping things yeah, at like yeah, uh, yeah. at the block or something? Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they attach the cords to the wall or to a doorway mm-hmm. and then they just... Yeah, they have a couple different versions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are good for them to develop their their, their leg muscles too, so they can eventually start to learn to walk. And stuff like that. Yeah, because he loves bouncing. Like every time I hold yeah. him, I'm like, you know, doing this, and he's 
He loves it. I mean, the important part is he's okay. And the yeah. funny thing is, before we started recording, when Martha called me, she told me, ask him about the baby, how he's doing. Tell him to send me pictures and photos, or, uh, f- uh, photos and videos. I'm like, okay. And then you start off with that sermon. Like, Ooh, did she send something? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did she know? Huh? Did oh, she... like, are, are, are her and Julie just texting back and forth? <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. So, Second thing, mm-hmm. he was bound to get hurt at, at any point. Like I mean, yeah, any point. Cuts it's normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The important thing is, the first time he got a cut, it wasn't with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, that, if if I was with him, I don't think he would get Julie hurt because would I would have, <laughs> I, I would have, yeah, of course, I would have daddy reflexes. No, 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 not even that. It's just, <laughs> it's gonna be like that that thing that for for as for the rest of your life. She's going to bring that up. Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that time when you dropped them? <laughs> <laughs> At least yeah. this way, if you don't bring it up, she won't bring it up. Mm-hmm. She can't use it against you. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but anyways, uh, yeah, he just wouldn't sleep all, all today. Um, oh, yeah. So instead of getting that jumper, uh, the bouncer, we got yeah. the walker. So the cool thing about this walker is uh, you don't have to put the wheels on yet. So you can have it stationary. Um, we put him on last night and oh my God, his his eyes lit up and he's like freaking out. He's like, oh my God, I got new toys. He's he on just, so much power. Yeah, he's like, dude, it, it feels like, it looks like he was like super Saiyan mode because he yeah. starts like touching everything and he's like playing he's like screaming well again and, and that's the thing too like babies are love to learn about their environment so mm-hmm. after a while they get used to their home they might still have a little few things that I get curious about or something but when you introduce a totally different element that they're not used to mm-hmm. they go crazy yeah <laughs> so i have it on video i can send it to you in a bit but man he he totally like oh my god yeah, so I think today, I think that's what he wanted to do, but we didn't really let him go on there because we didn't really think he was ready yet because he was bopping around and, um, yeah, it's kind of dangerous because he needs that head support still, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is three months? He is four and a half months almost. He's going to be f- uh, five months this week on uh, Saturday, this coming oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. Damn, we're in October. I forgot. Yeah. I still think we're like early September. It's crazy. Time's yeah. flying really fast. Look. Yeah. I, I'm all, for me, it's a breeze because I'm not <laughs> dealing with a kid. <laughs> it's yeah. been a long five months for you, I'm sure. Well, actually yeah. longer than that because uh, you, yeah, you and Julie went through the pregnancy too. Mm-hmm. So uh, since we're talking about babies, um, you had a little baby that came to the mail this week or something like that? Oh, my God. It was stuck in Compton for like two and a half weeks. It came from... I have a Hong Kong baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My, I got my little Retroid. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, let me see if I can probably turn on the brightness a little bit so it's not blaring too much on the screen. Mm-hmm. There you go. So it's kind of like a like Android layout screen. Um I've been playing uh, the old Pokemon trading card game from the Game Boy Color days. Mm-hmm. And I can just load it up really quick. Oops. Boom. There you go. Yeah. That is a very, very, uh, very old game. <laughs> 
That's go. a very big throwback there. It is. And it, mm-hmm. it's funny because like when I was, uh, when we, this is what, junior high for us or like sixth grade? It's sixth grade? grade. Yeah, sixth, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really, I just played the trading card game. I didn't really think about completing the game or anything like that or fully understand it. Now that I understand Pokemon better and po- understand uh, the trading card aspect of it more, um, I'm doing it more as a completionist. So <laughs> I, I could, I'm like, I'm like, by now, I'm like, there has to be websites and all the every everything we need to know about the game has to be out there now. Uh, so I googled it: Pokemon Game Boy Game Boy Color Pokemon Trading Card Game. Uh, <laughs> an old website that I have not been to in easily a decade popped up. Game Facts. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Is that site uh, still up? It's still up. Uh, I, so they don't have exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted more to like, you know, uh, customize decks, kind of like build your own decks and stuff like that. Um, but they don't have that. But what they do have is a list of the special cards available in the game and how to get them, like who to trade what to and stuff like that and where they're located. And um, a list of the the full cards the full series or the full collection for each uh booster pack type so there's four packs there's the coliseum evolution laboratory and mythic mythical mm-hmm. for what it was uh mythic packs and they like so they shows the complete list of like card one through whatever 90 or whatever what what each card is so that's helping me kind of uh understand I'm like okay cool so if i want this card i need to keep trying to get these booster packs at this specific booster pack to get that card mm-hmm. um the only thing that i also wanted but they don't have is it doesn't tell you which trainers or which uh uh players in the game have what booster pack so i busted out the old notepad and uh, as I'm playing the game, I make a little note like, all right, if I go to the grass club and I fight this person, I get the Colosseum booster pack or I get the evolution booster pack. Mm-hmm. So old school gaming at its best. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember those booster packs. Like there's so many different ones that you can get, and especially mm-hmm. the, the ones that are uh, the expensive ones. You get one uh, guaranteed holographic card so for these mm-hmm. um it's uh you're guaranteed one rare card in mm-hmm. each pack and you but the thing is you only get one mm. so if i if i'm looking for a rare card and it's not that first one I'm like damn it damn it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but it's, it's been fun going down the little memory ro- memory lane um and it actually comes with uh, some preloaded games too, and it has a. Uh, let me see here. I can actually hey, pre. It says you can get the Charizard card when you select the Charmander and Friends deck at the very start of the game. Yeah, yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. the one I chose. Uh, let me see here. Is it this button? So, uh, since you were talking about game facts, I also remember the other competing uh, website that was um, an alternative that a lot of people usually go to for any. Uh, game-related cheats or um, guides or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you still remember this, but uh, Cheat Code Central. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, CheatCC.com. Yeah, it's still available. It's still around, too. And they even got Game Shark codes on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the Game Shark codes, uh, you can get, like, Infinity HP Active Pokemon, no HP active Pokemon enemy. 
uh, mm-hmm. Infinity HP Bench Pokemon Slot 1, uh, and then something yeah. about coins. Mm-hmm. Oh, the coin flips. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of that stuff that says, like, how to guarantee a heads flip or a tail slip, I, I still think that's a, th- that's just kind of like a rumors or just kind of like the old thing. Kind of like when we used to play the, like, battle, like, link our, link our game was to go in battle. Mm-hmm. We always mm-hmm. did the whole, like, rapidly press A when our Pokemon's attacking. <laughs> <laughs> like it does nothing mm-hmm. uh so the retroid does have a dual boot um there you go it has a dual boot dual boot ability mm-hmm. and it's super bright you won't show on here um but it has preloaded games on here it has let me see here i'm in the playstation game so it's crash bandicoot street fighter alpha 3 bloody roar 2 tekken 3 tekken 2 mortal kombat uh it has mario kart mario super mario uh, let me see here I'll try to sort through this see so the one thing that i was really afraid of for these type of systems is how optimizes the games <laughs> that are you know emulated because i know that there's a difference between like uh, lag times and stuff like that um and also um you know button mashing games for example uh they're horrible on on these type of systems um i haven't really asked carl about this because carl knows more about this um but yeah yeah, even when i was playing like emulator games on the the pc with a controller or something like that it would be pretty bad with the um alignment for um like if you were to do like a hadouken or something uh, mm-hmm. You would have to do it really fast uh, if you have a really fast PC. If you yeah. have a really uh, slow PC, you can do it a lot slower. Um, yeah, so I don't how, know how, how that is how, for this. Yeah, I haven't tried any fighting games or any real button mashing games, um, mm-hmm. but there are several... Uh, I guess emulators built into the device, mm-hmm. so you can try it. You can load them up on different things, and each one has a different way to change settings. Probably um, change the frame rates or something like that. To, yeah, to make yeah, it. Like yeah. If, you see, if you look at one of the pictures I showed you, it shows the frame rates on the top right. Mm-hmm. Um, I I gave up on looking up on how to change that or how to how to stop displaying that because mm-hmm. really I just it doesn't bug me. Um, but yeah, like the other stuff on here, like I I like it so far. It's mm-hmm. a good uh good uh good value for my money on this one yeah so is there a bluetooth um feature on that retroid there is a bluetooth feature i don't know if it supports uh the handheld to handheld like it, it like if you're if you're like say we're playing pokemon silver or whatever i don't know if we can, if we can just battle using bluetooth yeah so uh, i was hearing carl talk about like how hard it is or um it's not hard it's just time consuming when you're working on the the, when you're working on the the androids yeah, yeah with the ui that you have with buttons mm-hmm. yeah. so w- what i was asking him the other day was can't you use can, because it's bluetooth can't you like just pair like a uh, a keyboard and mouse or something to it so you can do it faster so you probably can, but mm-hmm. it would require you going into this uh, into the settings and mapping the new controls to it. So it's the the controls already pre-mapped. So if you're going into the say the Game Boy settings, it's only going to allow the A and B buttons. But mm-hmm. if you go into the N64, it'll allow the other buttons and then the bumpers, side buttons too, stuff like that. So, so if, if you were to map- go into like the Android system itself, 
you can change it per emulator. So if you go into uh, into a certain emulator, uh, yeah. you can go, okay, uh, I want to change the settings for this one. You can change, like, you know, what buttons you want mapped to what. So I mm-hmm. guess if you, if you want to change the arrow keys, you can use the, you know, what was it traditionally? A, S, D, and W? Yeah. For direction? Yeah, yep. Stuff like that. You can probably remap it. I, I'm personally too scared to screw something up. <laughs> so I won't be messing <laughs> with that too much. Uh, so far, So far, you love it. Yeah, so far it, 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 it's a bit of a learning curve. Luckily, uh, my delay in getting this device, and again, for people that missed in the beginning, this thing was stuck in in Compton for two and a half weeks. I really thought this device was <laughs> lost in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, luckily, during that time, the people that did pay for the Expedia shipping, like our friend Carl, uh, they put up some videos on how to load games, uh, some little tricks on like, how to use a device and changing the settings, uh, like the dual boot thing. Like I I, I launched a dual boot by accident because it's a it, you could kind of launch it as an app in the android interface mm-hmm. but once i'm in the in the other it's called the retroid the retroid app once i'm in that uh, i'm booted into that interface i had no idea how to switch back mm. yeah but like now look the how to flip back now i know how to flip back and forth between the different uh boot settings so that's kind of cool you get to play uh playstation games now so mm-hmm. I, I, yeah <laughs> And also, kind of funny, like, uh, I always assumed that it takes time to save games just because, like, it's trying to save all your data or whatever. Uh, but now that it's running, probably higher memory, like, I- I'm going to assume a hundred times faster than the traditional Game Boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hit this I hit the, in the Game Boy, in the Pokemon trading card game, uh, when I save it, you sit, you write in your diary. I hit the write in diary button, and right away the menu closes. I'm like, did it, did it do it? I'm used to it saying saving or writing something like a little text to tell me it's it's doing it and it just does it right away i'm like oh right it's immediate because it's freaking faster uh ram on this <laughs> that's true mm-hmm. it's probably yeah it probably has to write like what 64 kilobits yeah yeah all right it's on enough of my retro gaming uh adventure here ready to get into our our show here mm-hmm. let's get into news All right, Anton. Uh, so we'll start with the Apple events. Uh, Apple did their annual or quarterly quarterly event announcing the things that are coming out this fall and winter. Uh, the first one up we have here is the iPad Air. I believe this is the second one, right? The, the, the iPad 2? iPad Air 2. Uh, main changes here, the they're going to have the Touch ID integrated into the into the device, uh, A14 Bionic chip. Uh, and okay, so basically just faster, yeah. thinner... Better design, new colors. <laughs> yeah. Same thing every year. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm starting off with this one here. Uh, what I did... Okay, well, I'll start with my shopping list here. Uh, I am tempted to buy the new Apple Series 6 just because I'm, I'm rocking the Series 2 and they've made a lot of upgrades since then <laughs> in the last oh, yeah. couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of tied between buying the new uh, AirPod Pros uh, Pro or the the Apple Watch next. So the Apple Watch, uh, aside from some enhanced uh, bio- biometrics that I can now track, uh, it's also coming with a new series of colors. And I just realized I pulled up the wrong specs. I pulled up for the SE. My bad. So while you're talking about that, uh, or while you're looking for that, yeah, I I, I kind of dig it too. All the features that are on it is is totally. <laughs> totally updated since what i have i have the series uh series three yeah so you're just a little bit ahead of me there and the the, mm-hmm. the three they still had not made significant changes right it's, it's the four when they started doing the different 
yeah uh, the face display right yeah the 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 um the one where you can check your your pulse and stuff like that yeah your ekg yeah, yeah. Oh, jesus can't find any actually i might have posted it oh you're looking for apple watch series six specs yeah i have it here let's see here all right so swim proof uh Let's see, 100% recycled material, two times faster than the Series 3. There you go, Anton. Uh, <laughs> oops. Uh, compass and always on altimeter, altometer. Uh, family setup, oh, that's fine. Fall direction, speed, tra- uh, sleep tracking, uh, lar- slightly larger display, uh, but swim proof. They put the U1 Ultra Band on it. This doesn't go into as much detail as I want. Yeah, the EKG app and 20% faster charging speed. Um, that's just kind of on the spot research there. It and also I'm a sucker for the for the for the product red stuff. <laughs> and they're finally coming with the with the product red for this one. Um and then finally, the other one that I'm definitely gonna get, and you probably will too, is the Apple One packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now, you, Apple doesn't. No, well, previously Apple didn't have any packages available. You had to subscribe to their Apple Music, Apple TV, uh, their app. Is it, well, I don't know if that's just Apple or gaming, uh, gaming. Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade. There we go. Uh, News the, Plus. Yeah, the all those different things had to be separate. Um, some things personally, I think, are worth their their subscription. Like the Apple Music, I loved. Um, Apple TV, I enjoy. But honestly, after my trial subscription ended, the ends, I think the next month, I'm probably I probably wasn't going to resubscribe because it's a nice chunk of change per month with not a lot of content. And I think they're they're mm-hmm. they're marketing more as a hub than as a source of originals. True. Um, mm-hmm. But now, with their new packages, uh, say you get the individual plan for fourteen ninety five a month, you get the Apple Music, Apple TV, which probably by itself there is already worth more than fourteen dollars than the fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. You also get the Apple Arcade and iCloud storage, um, or you can for an extra five dollars a month, you can upgrade to the family plan, which I think that allows up to five people. Mm-hmm. So a nice little way to split it, or you can do the Premiere, which comes with the uh, the news. Oops. The new subscription or the newspaper subscriptions, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, news and Plus. The news Plus. There you go. Thank you. And the fitness app, which I guess now they're trying to do the kind of, I guess like what Peloton does, where they mm-hmm. have the videos set up and you can just kind of select your workout and um, it's integrated with your Apple Watch to track you. It's it's a nice uh, ecosystem that they're creating there. Um I might try it, but for sure I'm at least going to get the the individual or family plan for the for the other four. Uh, yeah, so I really dig the uh, the plan. I mm-hmm. use probably half of the stuff that they have on there, yeah. but I, you know I, I wasn't really thinking about getting another watch because I'm probably still good with my uh, my three, yeah, series three. But you know with <laughs> with that demo of. Uh, working out app um the whole thing that you just said the whole ecosystem where they have um you know uh weekly trainers that do you know different classes uh Mm -hmm. workout classes i kind of dig that you know you can do those workouts at home and you don't have to go to the gym as much um and uh i think that alone kind of makes it worth paying for the watch because i mean if you pay to go to the gym especially well they closed down a, a couple of them uh across the street from where you live uh 24 hour fitness 
it's like $300 a year, right? Or $400 mm-hmm. a year, just depending on, you know, what, what uh, clubs you uh, you choose to go to. But, uh, I mean, for that same price, you can, you can get a watch and get a subscription for this. And, yeah, it's a win-win. You get a watch and you get to work out with yeah. Apple. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find the pricing. I'm like, just to compare, uh, let's see here. So, the other one that I saw or recently tried to do, but I didn't like, was the Center app. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the app that I don't know if it's created by Chris Hemsworth or um, he's a endorser or um, investor, but just that one. So say you pay for per month, it's $30. If you go month to month, if you pay for the year, it's $10 per month, which mm. it's essentially the same thing, like the workout videos, the guide, the guide and stuff like that. Um, they also have some recipes in there, but really you can Google that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the true value or, or the true catch for these things is the the workout videos or the workout plans, um, because those are hard to come by unless you go yeah. YouTube videos. And some of those are janky. I think the no brainer for me was when they said that, you know, it's integrated with your Apple music. So the music that you listen to in a class or, you know, the the um the workout yeah the workout class mm-hmm. you can download those uh, those songs right after and it's cool because every single week there's a new class so mm-hmm. you get those music uh yeah. you get the newest music all the time so and it's not like it's not like it costs you extra to download them either exactly it's all yeah. included in that plan so that's a no-brainer for me yeah so mm-hmm. um i think we're getting this November, right? I think November mm-hmm. comes out, mm-hmm. uh, which is perfect. I think that's when my my uh, Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV uh, subscription ends. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, moving on here. The Tesla Battery Day. What's that about, Anton? Okay, so every year Tesla, you know, has a a, a big uh, meeting about uh, investors. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of companies do that, where they you know let their investors know what's coming and you know their progress and stuff like that throughout the year and where they're at and what are looking forward into next year. So um, while they finish all that uh, event, um, it's it's interesting what they did for this event. Uh, it was held at the Fremont factory uh, in the parking lot. And uh, everybody is in their cars, <laughs> their Teslas. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, usually, like, it's it's a big crowd of people just, you know, crowding around, you know. But in this case, they, they did everything in a parking lot in cars. So <laughs> it's funny. Uh, there are times where um, uh, he would get applauses, but instead of applauses, it's honking. So it's funny, uh, people be honking and he's like, man, okay, I, I get it. You can stop honking now. This is getting annoying. But he didn't say that. <laughs> but, yeah, but anyways, um, battery day was uh, all about what they're doing with the batteries for the car. And they found a way to compress everything and uh, ma- maximize the batteries to get more range on the cars. So this is a very big deal. Um, They say it's about 16% increase on range. Uh, It doesn't sound like much, but it's actually a lot. Uh, For a battery that size, it's it's quite a big deal. And the cool thing is, you know, they can double stack the batteries. um, Mm -hmm. And that will probably double the range on what they have on there. So um, for this, they announced two different cars. Uh, the first car that they announced 
was a $25,000 car. That's a big deal. Um, $25,000 to get an electric vehicle, that's going to beat, um, that's going to take the whole market of, you know, compact cars, uh, especially like, you know, cars like Corolla, Camrys, or um, Honda Accords, or Civics. That's This is going to take that market, um, especially, you know, you'll save so much more gas. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- the only reason why they're able to make a $25,000 car is because they were able to take down the cost of making these batteries at the same time maximizing the, the space on the batteries to get um, what they wanted uh, out of the car. So uh, with that being said, they, they didn't really show what the car looks like. They just said that it will be ready within three years, uh, which is funny. They said that three years ago. <laughs> That oh, they so will like have like a twenty five thousand dollar car. That's a uh, kicking the can very down the road there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, they they did show a video uh, of how the batteries are being made uh, mm-hmm. at the at the Giga factories, and it looks pretty cool. It looks like you know they know what they're doing. Uh, they're going in a really good direction. So uh, the second car that they announced was a updated version of the Model S. And this is a uh, play. Uh, they call it the plaid um, edition. Mm-hmm. And what this is is it's beyond their ludicrous mode. Um, this car, <laughs> this car costs one hundred fifty thousand dollars. But what you're getting in this one is you're getting five hundred and twenty mile plus battery range. Yeah. So that that is probably the biggest. It's a double, right? Yeah. That's double their- yeah, it's almost double. Um, I think the original would be like three hundred. Okay. Three hundred. I, I, I thought it was like yeah. two fifty or two eighty or something like that. Yeah, that was the original was to around two hundred something. But then uh, with their recent battery for the past couple of years has been around like three hundred, but five twenty plus five twenty plus. So that's quite a bit more. Um, but with that bigger battery. They're able to make the car go from zero to sixty in less than two seconds. That's crazy, dude. And because the the ludicrous one was a what one point five or something. It was like it was a, 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 a ludicrous was a, probably about like two point something two two point something. Really, that was faster than that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, either way though, that's still insane for a, a consumer level car. <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, uh, yeah, they, they basically announced those two cars and uh, the Plaid um, edition is just to let people know how much of a difference those batteries uh, do to the car. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that they show that. But um, I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, no I would say, I mean, I, I kind of see this like it's, we laugh now or like people mm-hmm. make fun of it now. You and I are big Tesla fans or, or big Elon fans, so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look look at like uh, at SpaceX. They were what the early 2010 around there, where they were still testing the Grasshopper rocket, uh, and now they have the NASA contract, and now they're gonna be something we I didn't put in we didn't put in the show notes is uh, now they're teaming up to take a freaking a movie crew up to the ISS uh, next year. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's Tom something Cruise, that we thought right? was, yeah something that we we thought was gonna be like you know not realistic or you know out of the range of Hollywood is now gonna be it's gonna happen. People didn't even bat an eye at it uh if anything mm-hmm. it was more of a joke saying okay you're going to space big deal kind of thing um but now for the car aspect uh this kind of lines up so i don't know if you heard but uh the gov- governor newsom announced that uh by 2035 no gas car no new gas cars will be allowed to be sold in california 
Wow. Yeah. Mm. So fifteen. Uh, yeah. Pretty much fifteen years. Just under fifteen years from now, uh, there will no no longer be allowed anymore uh, new gas cars to be sold in California. Which uh, great for Tesla. Great for automakers that are pushing um, for electric cars. Which I wonder if that includes hybrids, because hybrids do have gas in them. Yeah. So okay, since you live in California, do you see a lot of hydrogen cars? No, uh, I, I see them every now and then, but not that often. Uh, I think because and that, this has been at least two years since I looked it up, but the gas stations that did have the the capability to to fuel those up are mainly in L.A. Yeah. So I, I, I did look this up because recently um, a family member, um, not my family member, but like my um, my relatives Mm-hmm. They uh, they bought a Mirai, Toyota Mirai. They bought, yeah. I think it's a 2015 or 16 model. Mm-hmm. And because they bought that, it comes with $15,000 uh, worth of fuel for 10 Damn. years. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they have a station right next to their house. So that's the only reason why they, they, they reap the benefits. Yeah. And the thing is that they only travel 10 miles a day. I mean, especially uh, the mom. She she only they, uh, travels like... Are they in Orange yeah, County or they're in L.A.? Yeah, they're in Orange County. They're oh, uh, okay. in Garden Grove. Um, oh, okay. Surprisingly, uh, you probably go by here every day. Uh, maybe it's because you probably go see Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on Harbor and Trask. There's a gas station there that has hydrogen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Harbor yeah. is a major street too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I'm glad this is happening, but it's funny because when this was announced about the no, no gas, no new gas cars, uh, by 2035, people were like, Oh, does that mean that the state's going to buy us electric cars? I'm like, no, no new you gas cars. <laughs> Yeah. Like freaking people don't know how to read and like just start bitching without like reading the article. They just read the headline and they don't read the headline properly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, mean, it's it's uh, crazy to see all this happen, dude. Like there, <laughs> it's, it's every crazy, single car manufacturer is already like putting out their version of an electric vehicle. I mean the the Tesla Roadster came out what two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. I want to say I remember seeing it on Tech TV. Um, yeah, and it was Jay Allison. A, Jay Allison. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it looked like such a because at the time it was a it was a concept car. It was yeah. What, it was basically a, uh, the same design as the Lotus. Uh, they mm-hmm. yeah they they got rights to making the same design. It's just yeah. Tesla logo and Tesla motors and battery and everything. Yeah, 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 and it it's it's it, it was seen as a as a toy or as an expensive concept car to buy because I think mm-hmm. they only made a, a a few dozen and they were selling for like a hundred and twenty a hundred thousand or a hundred and twenty thousand or something like that. Yep, crazy price point on it. Yeah, but that money was what he needed to fund the whole Tesla yep. uh, Model yeah. S and all that other cars. Well, um, that's when he announced that each step would be progressively getting cheaper and cheaper until we got to a consumer level car for the mm-hmm. majority of people, which people laughed at. But hey, Model Three, <laughs> yeah, Model Y, <laughs> totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tesla Battery Day mm, was a boring event, but it's yeah. good to see the progress where it's going. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, get. Five years from now, I I probably will have an electric car. I just hey, you know, uh, you're a Volkswagen fan. Uh, there's a new Volkswagen ID three. Uh, Elon actually went to check it out. They, the the um, 
uh, I think the engineers at uh, Volkswagen was happy to hear what he would say when he was driving the car. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, Elon said was, huh, acceleration is uh, kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> it says the guy that freaking has ludicrous. Mode. Yeah. And then, in, and then the engineer guy's like, yeah, this is a consumer car. Uh, it's 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 a full fleet car. It's to, not. To, it's not, to, a, to it's e- not a race car. <laughs> no, but to Elon, it's just like I'm gonna put everything I can to my cars. It's up to people to use it properly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, like the whole autopilot thing. Like, it's it's engageable. You're still mm-hmm. you're still having your hands on the wheel. But what are people doing? They're being stupid. And then when they get in trouble or they get uh, injured, they uh they try to sue Tesla. And Tesla's like, we told you use this <laughs> use this mode at your own risk. And if you mm-hmm. use it, you have to still keep control of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I I like Volkswagen. Um, to be honest, I, at one point I was looking at the uh, BMW i. I three, I three, mm-hmm. um, just as a as a commuting car, something mm-hmm. small, not really. I really didn't care about space, um, but it's I test drove one. And it's I didn't like it. It it it, it it's yeah. The acceleration is. <laughs> it, it felt uh like it was like it was just struggling to like it, like something was holding it back. It wasn't you need the to engine switch it weak. to sport mode because that's what I did when I test drove the i three. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. It, it, it like, uses it like, more of the battery though, which is bad for the battery. Yeah, and I think that's what it yeah. is. It felt like it's like you're you're hitting the gas while tapping the brake. Like it, it like the like part of the brake was engaged to slow it down. Um, oh, you're talking about the um the the way that it pedals, right? Yeah, the way it accelerates. Yeah, it just feels weird. Yeah, yeah, um, it does. Yeah, so that's, that's how it is for it. the electric cars. <laughs> It takes time to get used to, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's a big difference between like the Tesla and then the the BMW version. Yeah, um, yeah. the acceleration, how they accelerate is the same, but then one just feels right and one just feels like, eh. Yeah, so, and then you get the feel right, which that is something that car companies put a lot of a lot of research into is the feel of the gas pedal and also the steering. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Like, uh, what was I listening? I was an audiobook I was listening to, and they were talking to a designer for uh, was it Toyota? No, Ford. Uh, and with Ford, it was like it's we you can you can set this the power steering to whatever setting you want, mm-hmm. but if you make it too sensitive, it's like you're you're trying to freaking turn a boat. Like it's it it. it takes too much effort if you make it less sensitive it's like you're trying to like steer a big rig you're like turning the wheel multiple times to make a, a 90 degree turn so yeah. like it's it's a lot of research and a lot of uh consumer study into getting that that setting right uh so, so it's something that driving this model y for at least a month uh-huh. i finally noticed that i'm not doing this when i turn like multiple, oh, actually, like circular. You mean if you make a ninety degree turn with the wheel, it turns ninety degrees? Yeah, yeah. Instead of like doing this, it's that's just like, eh or eh. That's why I like my that's why I like my German cars. German cars are very <laughs> like they feel very solid when you when you maneuver them. Mm-hmm. Wait, so yeah. if you were to do U turn, do you do multiple? Nope, just down. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. I'm telling you. Uh, das. Das Auto. <laughs> das Auto. <laughs> All right. That's on. Uh, let's move on here. We're kind of sliding there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mulan success. 
So last eh. episode, <laughs> last episode, we reamed the crap out of this, uh, mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, but the joke might be on us and Disney's laughing to the bank. Uh, a, a company that does kind of, that, that researches, uh, streaming services and stuff like that and, uh, tries to do projections of success of, uh, income or, or profit from movies that are released on streaming, uh, estimated that combined with the, uh, the release of the, the theatrical release plus the streaming, Mulan mm-hmm. probably made 261 million domestic. That's pretty good. That's something and, that is normal uh, for a Disney movie. Um, and we know that uh, from <laughs> doing the the movie draft every year. Yep. Disney ranges anywhere from 200 all the way to like 600, depending on how big the movie is. And for something like this, 200 something some sounds about right. Uh, actually says gross so maybe it might be international so what they did Mm -hmm. with these estimates was they saw uh the audience share on the streaming platform you know what's getting attention on the streaming service during a particular seven day period uh in this case hamilton 44.4 percent uh frozen 2 11.94 and then number three mulan with 10.32 percent of the share Mm -hmm. the key there is for the people to watch it for that 10.32 to watch it they had to pay so mm-hmm. using 10.32 times uh the amount of money which is 30 dollars to rent it and then multiply that by the number or 10.32 of the total subscriptions that disney has times the 30 dollars. that's how they got the the 200 something dollars worth of uh, profit or income gross mm-hmm. income um which that's not bad and i think the key there is um, they were more likely to see people were more likely to watch this movie the opening weekend because you know the time like when there's like a big movie coming out one weekend there's only so many seats in the theater and if you're like me you hate being elbow to elbow with people uh, mm-hmm. so a lot of people might not go the opening weekend and then after that weekend if the reviews are bad chances are some people that thought about watching it the second weekend probably wouldn't go anymore mm. but in this case not. you can rent it opening day no need to worry about seating because it's your own damn house <laughs> and then people watched it before the reviews really came out so it, it was a good hit you know one, one hit right away i'm kind of curious to see what the the viewership after opening weekend was to see how much it dropped to see if it followed the same uh s- slope that the th- theatrical releases do which i'm willing to bet this is a more uh harsh drop from weekend to weekend i think so too it's a yeah. bigger drop and yeah. you know um with disney saying that you know eventually mulan uh, will be coming to the regular Free. library. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of people might still wait for that, you know. Yeah, and but mm-hmm. I mean that could have been also been the people that waited for it to come to VOD, anyways, if mm-hmm. they didn't want to see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congrats, Disney, you win again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so moving on here to food related news, uh, Taco Bell is going to be releasing a signature wine. Uh, and I'll tell you this right now, Anton, it does not look good. <laughs> it is Wait, so is this going to be available at the restaurants? I don't think, I don't or is this going uh, to be at the stores? Probably at the stores. It's a limited run. Um, it's going to be called the Jalapeno Noir. Spicy. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is a spicy wine <laughs> or like a smoky <laughs> wine? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Taco Bell is the funny thing. Taco Bell is slowly but surely moving towards the Taco Bell we saw in, uh, is it Demolition Man? The Mm. one with, uh, Mm. with with Sylvester Stallone and, uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. 
with three seashells, uh, where Taco Bell won the fast food wars, and then they became both the <laughs> the, old, the the pretty much the, the monopoly food chain, which included uh, fancy restaurants. <laughs> so people are going to, like on expensive dinner dates to Taco Bell. Taco Bell's slowly moving that way with their menu. They're switching up their menu. They're making more. Uh, aside from the sodium, Taco Bell's food is actually somewhat not, uh, more healthy than you'd expect. Yeah, it's uh, it's more healthier than. Um del taco yeah uh and yeah. they they slowly move towards that and now they're doing a freaking wine so <laughs> it's funny i'm reading the label that's on here uh it's um the wine is made at cheesy chalupa estates oh god that means taco bell freaking bought a, a winery <laughs> <laughs> cheesy chalupa estates uh jalapeno noir 2018 Pinot Noir. Uh, let's see. It's a red wine, of course. Yeah. 12.7% alcohol. Uh, product of Canada. Oh, that's unexpected. I didn't know Canada really had a lot of vineyards. I thought Surprisingly, they were- lots of places shouldn't have vineyards, but they do. I'll see, because California works, because I think we're at the same latitude as, uh, like, like the or, or the, the the wine valley area, mm-hmm. like Napa and all that. They're at this. I think they're at the same latitude as like Italy and France and all that stuff. So like that's why the climate there works. Canada is kind of surprising. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Uh, and then one more little bit of news here. I snuck in. Uh, so we were both a fan, fan of Gundam, and apparently Japan is building a live Gundam. I think we talked about this news already. Uh, I posted about it. Uh, twenty-five ton mm-hmm. Gundam, but now it's actually moving though. And the funny thing, like before when they yeah, about, I think we talked about this. Yeah, we talked about before that they were testing it, and it moved very slowly. It's like over the mm. course, based on the time lapse uh, video, probably all day to make the damn thing move its arm and then move its leg, just like put it, do a knee up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's moving a little bit more faster. I I I thought it was a time lapse video again. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so. I'll forward you the video too. Um, I'll text it to you. It it threw me off. I was like, wait, is this time lapse? And I saw there's a train or a, a something like a, a truck or something passes by in the background. I'm like, oh, that thing's moving at real speed, and hopefully it sends soon. So while that sends, that's gonna take forever. While that sends, Anton, you want to get into streaming? You're watching a video. That's right not full speed. Look, there's a train in the background or something that passes by at one point. That is not full speed. That's too. That's too small to be a real puppy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, though, right? Like, I mean, they're, they're not gonna be taking that thing to battle or anything, but that's that's more legit than I thought they were gonna do. Mm-hmm. Also, keep an eye on Japan. I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> They have us distracted with this Gundam. Meanwhile, they freaking have uh, uh, the freaking Jaegers from uh, Pacific Rim like being built in another island. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get into streaming here. All right, let's get into streaming. Ooh, 54 minutes. All right. Uh, where are my notes going? All right, here. So we have a bit of casting news since uh, we left off last episode. Uh, She-Hulk has finally cast its titular character uh, with Tatiana Mas- Maslany, who is Tatiana from, Maslany. Yeah, yeah. Uh, known for Orphan Black as well as some other shows. I think she's the funny thing is she showed up on Parks and Rec. I didn't recognize her first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is cool that they're moving forward with She-Hulk. 
Uh, another character that we had that we heard casting news for was Kang the Conqueror, uh, being played by Jonathan Majors. So this is going to be for Ant Man three, and rumor has it that, or rumor speculating that, uh, Kang the Conqueror could be the new big bad, big bad baddie, uh, for the new phase of the MCU going forward. Now that Thanos is out of the picture, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And uh, also, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Hey, have I checked out? Uh, Love, Lovecraft Country, because this is something that 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 is where Jonathan Majors is mostly known for right now. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were gonna ask me if I checked out Wandavision trailer. I, I don't, I don't want to check out those trailers because I know they're just mis- misleading us. <laughs> Yeah, um, probably. My specu- yeah, my speculation is that WandaVision trailer, the, the WandaVision show is going to be a short-lived show, and it's going to tie into the next MCU, mm-hmm. uh, probably up until, um, how was it called, the next, uh, not Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, so there's this show on um, uh, Hulu that's coming out that's from Marvel, mm-hmm. and I think it's a tie-in to uh, the next Doctor Strange movie. Which uh, Which one? Um, let me see here. Hulu. I, I saw this yesterday. I, I didn't really see it as a, a big news. So let me see here. Um, all right. Uh, well, we, uh, Hellstrom, Hellstrom, Hellstorm, Hellstrom, Strom, Strom, Strom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Hellstrom is, let me see here. Uh, see, da- Damon Hellstrom, also known as the son of Satan and Hellstrom, is mm-hmm. a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Damien will make his live action debut on the Hulu in the Hulu television series Hellstrom as a son of a serial killer along with his sister Anna. Uh he'll be played by Tom Austin. Yeah, it looks like a lot of tie-ins with Ghost Rider and stuff like that. So, um yeah, I can I, I see what you mean though. I can see playing played into Doctor Strange. Uh, I can also see crossover with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you're you're crossing over into different dim, different not even dimensions, but different universes. Uh, and I think that'd be very interesting for them to bring in the the afterlife into those into those dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's funny. I've never heard of this before, so I, I'd be down to check it out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the it, new... The, uh, the, the trailer itself looks pretty intense. Uh, it looks like it's a, a very horror-style uh, action, so... So it's like a, it's a rated R... Uh, what's Kind of like though? Underworld, but I think it's more like... More... Blade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll say that. So, like, it's like a it's like a rated R Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes uh, sense. Yeah. So, more casting news here. Hawkman, uh, who will be making an appearance in the Black Adam movie alongside The Rock, is going to mm-hmm. be played by Aldous Hodges or Aldous Hodge, sorry, uh, who is most recently in The Invisible Man. Uh, I think the first time I saw him was in. Uh, Leverage. I think he was also in Varsity. Not Varsity. But it was uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. So it's, it's good to see this guy's career taking off. And this is a big role. And I think this is great casting for for Hawkman. Mm-hmm. Kind of exciting to see that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. So we have some spinoff news. Uh. So oh, I lost my spot here. Suicide Squad. Uh. Yeah. So James Gunn has announced that he has been working hard on a spinoff series. Uh. For uh John Cena's Peacemaker, who will make an appearance in the Suicide Suicide Squad movie, and uh, he'll have a series. I think it's been straight to order, straight to a series order on this one. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be on HBO or something? Yeah, I think it's on HBO because the, mm-hmm. the DC uh, shows are now on HBO, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is very interesting because if you look at the picture with John Cena, it looks like a very uh, cheesy... Captain like, America. Like, yeah, it, it seems more like it, it seems more like it's like a, a, a like mocking superhero, the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. But for them to, you know, order it straight to series, they must really like, either they must really like uh, James Gunn or they must really uh see potential in john cena's peacemaker so that's that was surprising news i saw there mm-hmm. uh the boys are also gonna get a spinoff uh this is gonna be a different show it's following college uh college age superheroes mm. okay so i think like the, is, is this, this is gonna be like the boys is x-men kind of thing mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. universe uh i still haven't checked out the new the, the new, new season season two yeah yeah, yeah i haven't out, seen it either i think it came out last week right yeah uh, I'm, I'm trying to find time to watch it. <laughs> I still need to watch season two. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And I lost my spot. Uh, okay. Uh, more renewals here. Uh, Harley Quinn, which uh, finished off season two, is going to be renewed for season three. Uh, I think this is the first renewal after the, the HBO after HBO Max absorbed uh, the DC Universe streaming service. So yay! I love this show, and I'm glad it's going to keep going. <laughs> uh, Supergirl is going to be ending this upcoming season six. Season six will be its last season. Uh, but I think they heard rumors of a Superman spinoff coming out from this also. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I saw, uh, Melissa Benoist, um, post about how she appreciates playing Supergirl and how mm-hmm. it changed her life. Um, I think it was like a long tweet that she did or, Instagram post, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, she is totally signing off to yeah. that character. So, yeah, yeah, but I've heard too that she she might not be completely done. She can also have a contract to make appearances in either in other either series, the, yeah, either super the Superman spinoff or the other Arrowverse shows. Uh, but mm-hmm. as for her doing her own show every season, yeah, this is this is done for her. Uh, but it was a good show. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it was it was one of those shows that I thought was not going to get off the ground, but when I started watching, I'm like, wow, it has uh, some interesting premises or interesting uh, takes on the the genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, here we'll finish off with Mandalorian uh, season three slash four. John Carlo Esposito uh, has suggested that season three and season four are already in development for the Mandalorian, and added that the season one and season two are really just the groundwork for the bigger story that they want to tell in the next next two seasons yeah and a lot of people were kind of uh complaining about the fact that they because of what's being said uh, about that is that they're not going to focus on the mandalorian you know it doesn't make any sense are, are they uh, talking about uh, uh the the mandalorian that we're seeing right now or or the, that he might just he might not just be the main character that we might start following other characters exactly um, yeah like a so like once ahsoka gets introduced i can see ahsoka having the you know them doing splitting a season between ahsoka and the mandalorian mm-hmm. um yeah I, yeah the thing the thing about ahsoka is i can see her having a very big role uh, with mandalore mm-hmm. because she helped mandalore like she was she, uh, in in the book, she ended uh, her journey as mm-hmm. a Jedi uh, mm-hmm. at, in Mandalore, and yeah, that yeah. was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see 
because I think everybody's thinking that, that Ahsoka's going to be the one that trains the little baby, the, the, the child as a Jedi, but Ahsoka didn't like the Jedi. The, she saw the, the dark, not the darkness, but the, how would you call it? She, she well, she, like, she, she, she lost her trust in yeah. the Jedi Academy because they didn't believe her mm-hmm. when she said she didn't do something. Not trying to put out any spoilers, but yeah, yeah, no, and that's it. that's the thing that took her away from everything. And and uh, I, I get, I guess you would say she's a gray Jedi. She's not like an actual Jedi because she she, she never really completed everything uh, or became a jedi master um but her in her own way i i still consider uh, her as a a jedi regardless yeah i mean she has the knowledge of it but i mean she could she would see the jedi order as uh as hypocrites Mm -hmm. and i saw some people saying like you know she might have the same sentiment that uh luke had in um the last jedi uh where he Mm -hmm. said like it's let me see here if i can pull it up the pull up the quote Okay, so I'm going to put a little bit of spoiler here. I don't know if you ever seen Rebels yet. Have you seen Star Wars Rebels? Uh, no, not yet. That is on my list on my, my Disney+. Plus. Okay, so should I spoil or no? Uh, There's something that, that really, like, in the back of my head, like, man, that kind of opens up, like, a bit, really big loophole to, for podcast, listener, podcast listeners, I'm, I'm putting my hand in the middle of midair. Like, there's something going on. Um, yeah, because, like, there's this thing in that, that show, uh, there's an episode that totally messes with everything that I know about about Star Wars. Um, yeah, and I haven't been able to talk to anybody about it because nobody's seen it yet. <laughs> and it, it it's, it's tickling all the time because I always think about it and uh, I'm thinking about the possibilities of things and... It, it just, yeah. I, if I keep talking about it, I'm probably going to spoil it. So I'll just yeah. keep it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So just summarizing, I, I think Ahsoka's going to uh, hold the same sentiment that Luke did when he said, uh, uh, it's time for the, it's time for the Jedi to end. So mm-hmm. I think she's going to te- she's going to teach the child how to use the force, but I think she's going to teach him the way of the Jedi. All right. Uh, you know what? I, I did check out, um, the new, Netflix original movie uh, Enola Holmes, uh, but we're mm. running late here, so I'll say that for next episode. Uh, quick, just a heads up, I liked it, but I'll go into more details next episode. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go into gaming. Talk. Okay. Let's get into gaming. All right. All first right. up, we got uh, Nvidia. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go through this really fast. So NVIDIA has uh, been selling their uh, 2000 series for, I think, since 2018, towards the end of 2018. So I think it's got like a year, almost two years already uh, for their run. Mm-hmm. But their cards, like uh, the most expensive one that you can get or or the highest one that you can get is the uh, 2080 Ti or something like that. Mm-hmm. And for that one, they were selling it at $1,200. Uh, that's a pretty hefty price for a graphics card. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they continue to sell that until two weeks ago. Uh, people were still buying it, and they were expecting that the new cards were going to be around the 1200 uh mark. Mm-hmm. However, that wasn't the case. Uh, when they announced the new cards, they announced it at 
five, six hundred dollars, which is half the price of that. And, you know, from what they said in, in the in the um, announcement was that these cards are twice as powerful as the 2080. So a lot of people who bought the uh, the cards within 30 days, they weren't able to return it or um, I mean, it's used. You can't return a used card mm-hmm. once you open it that there's no return policy for that. So and a lot of people who were selling their cards on, on, on eBay and stuff, uh, they were selling at 1200 and with these cards coming out for half the price, they have to lower the prices. So a lot of people are really pissed off. <laughs> but, at the, but at the same time, a lot of people were pretty happy because that's a really, really, really good price point. Yeah, it's a more affordable, yeah. more affordable price point. Yeah, and it's got me interested in maybe buying that one too because I have a 1080, which is like uh, three generations behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably like, quadruple uh the speed and everything that i have here on my uh, graphics card okay so but how often do you game with that pc uh well i i did use it when we were playing call of duty uh-huh and that yeah. was and that was uh before my son was born <laughs> so a couple months half a year <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But I mean, it's tempting to, to you know me to to get it because uh, you know once if I get it, I'm good for another three years or four years. So another eight uses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I would use it for like you know rendering and stuff and uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. kind of cool. Te- I know I'm just teasing you because I know you haven't gamed in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just yeah. want to so, rub it in. So just to wrap this uh, Nvidia section off, uh, I think the card went on sale a couple of days ago and people actually went to micro center to line up and a lot of the people that were lining up they were lining up like a week prior which is crazy um and they only had like 26 cards that day old school gaming or old mm-hmm. old school nerding right there yeah totally all right Anton. all right let's move on to console war update yeah so as expected playstation announced their pricing points for their new systems uh mm-hmm. standard 499 so 500 and the digital one is gonna be 400 which is what the rumor was suggesting and the release date is going to be november 12th of this year uh no uh, the last i saw no announcements about pre-orders uh pre-order already happened okay well, i know xbox's pre-order happened i just didn't know playstation yeah. had their had their setup yeah they when they announced it they said the next day but it was a clusterfuck because they uh all the yeah because a lot of the s- retailers uh-huh. they started selling it right away uh some actually did wait till the next day yeah. and even though some waited till the next day they didn't really say what time yeah. so some were like 12 a.m some were like 7 a.m 10 a.m. So yeah, I mean, even Amazon. Uh, people are saying that Amazon was crashing too. Which the only time I see Amazon yeah. crashing is on Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, are we talking about anything else or uh, that no? That's it. no for for that one. That was it. That was going to go into the pricing and then the the pre order crashing there. Okay. So now that that's available, uh, I'm going to give my two cents. Okay, so. Xbox is coming out with two versions, right? The S yep. and the X. Yep. Uh, the PS5 is coming out with two versions also, but mm-hmm. it's just one with the disc, one without the disc. Right. Correct? Right. So the Xbox Series S is $200 cheaper than the PS5 without the disc. Mm-hmm. But the Xbox Series S, 
you're kind of getting um jibbed. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get forced to get upgraded within the next two years, anyways. Yeah, yeah. It, you're saving so, money now, but it's gonna cost you later on. Yeah, and I think uh, that's that's the the thing with a lot of parents. They're gonna they don't know, and that's probably the yeah. one that they're gonna buy because they think it's cheaper. Yeah, it's again, it's just on on face value. It's the the parents just see new console Xbox Series, and uh, they're gonna go with that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, we, we've, I think we touched on it last episode. It's, I, we're both in agreement. The Series S is a waste of money and it's totally just for the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait for the Series X just because I also, I mean, the main game I'm, I'm interested in for that one is the, the Halo one, Halo Infinite. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's not gonna come out until Q1 of next year. I'm good waiting. I'm not gonna fight. I don't care. Is it I, Q1 I or is it the uh, next holiday? No, Q1. The last I heard was Q1. Q1. Yeah, they pushed okay. it out for, for a quarter. Um, it was supposed to be at launch, but <laughs> the, yeah, the Halo was like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cause I'm like, um, I mean, really? Sa- Santa is not gonna bring me an Xbox. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, keep it on with gaming news here. Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, this is a new game by Warner Bros. Gaming, or their division, Port Ga- Port Key Gaming, or Games, which is uh, their division that makes the Harry Potter games, uh, is coming out with an open world uh, game set in the 1800s, set to be released next year. No real date or quarter of when they'll be released. Just set, they just said 2021. Uh, it's coming out for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PS4. PC. Uh, the one thing I want to note here is if you go into the website's FAQ, one of the things is one of the questions is, is JK Rowling involved with the development of this game? And <laughs> I love the answer they gave. She, they said JK Rowling is not directly involved in the creation of this game. However, her extraordinary body of writing is the foundation of all projects in the Wizarding World. This is not a new story from J.K. Rowling. <laughs> they, they go from they go from distancing themselves to like kind of going, but we still respect her because they had to work with her. Like all these games are with her permission or with her okay signing off on mm-hmm. the on the premise and all that. And then they go back to, but remember, she's not involved in this game. <laughs> um, the, I, I think like this is a. I think this game is a, a PlayStation exclusive for three months before it gets uh, ported to the other consoles. Either way, I think this is an interesting, interesting take on the Harry Potter games. Unsurprised, it's taking them this long to make this type of world uh, mm-hmm. for people to actually. Well, go it's a big world. <laughs> no, but no, but I'm saying, dude, how how old are the freaking movies in the books? Uh, yeah, no, it's, I mean, they've had like Lego games. They've had other games where you're following the story of the movie or the, you're, you're following, um, a set path or on rails. This is a open world where you can, you know, gang up with your other, uh, wizarding friends and go on adventures, go fight Dementors, go do stuff to level up or find, find items. Mm -hmm. Um, this is, I dig it. I'm down. I'm totally down. Yeah. (laughs) All right, and last bit of news here. Microsoft acquires Bethesda Games. Uh, for That's a big seven, deal. $7.5 billion. You better believe it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those that don't know who Bethesda is or have heard the name but don't really know what games they have, uh, they are the name behind Wolfenstein, Doom, Elder Scrolls, Dishonored, and Fallout, just to name a few. Uh, those are all big games in in both gameplay and also uh, the open worldness of it, the the expansion. Like 
Fallout is a freaking, I think Fallout, Elder Scrolls, and Wolfenstein are very, very long series in the gaming world. Oh, and Doom, mm-hmm. of course, and Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, so one of the big takeaways here is there was there was some debate whether Bethesda games would be included in the Microsoft Game Pass, the Xbox Game Pass, but now that per- Microsoft has purchased them, it's almost a guarantee that they will be, that the Bethesda games will be included in Game Pass. So that is a big uh, value for the subscription pass there. I just hope that um, a lot of these uh, acquisitions, the original developers, the original people wouldn't leave the companies because it's happened so many times where once uh, uh, their biggest IP gets taken, Mm -hmm. uh, they leave and then they start a new project or something like that. Um, A good example would be you know how like Activision bought uh, Blizzard? Yeah. So uh, the head developers uh, at Blizzard, um, especially like Hearthstone, uh, World of Warcraft, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, these guys left uh, Activision and they started a new company called Dream something. Hold on, let me see here. Uh, Dream. Uh, so to put your mind at ease there for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Todd Howard, uh, who is the existing EP for Bethesda, uh, is part of the agreements is that mm-hmm. he has to stick around. I mean, it's going to be part of his contract. Uh, it's, he's going to get paid for it. Definitely. Like he's going to get a bump in pay, but, uh, they're definitely going to keep him around. And just based on how the, the deal sounds, Bethesda is still going to run itself. It's still not going to, Microsoft wants to be hands off with Bethesda. I really think this acquisition was purely for the licensing to, uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That makes Uh, a lot of sense to do that because of their, their game pass. Well, and now the the this the thought is that the new Elder Scrolls might be exclusive to Xbox now. Yeah. So it's yeah, I think that's probably uh, a big win for for Xbox. Oh yeah. Um because um yeah, of of all of these big companies uh with uh, AAA titles and and they're mm-hmm. being only exclusive for Xbox. I think that's a really big thing. Um, I think, um, well, in the past couple of years, uh, Sony already did that with their own companies that they um, they really respect. Um, they acquired like, um, I think it was, uh, I don't know if they, they bought Sucker Punch or not, but I think there was another company too, but they, they started doing that too. And I think it was a, it started a, a trend of both sides uh, trying to buy an by all the the debate companies and trying to have exclusives Uh, yeah and i mean that's a that's becoming a common thing now where i mean i I think the original there was nintendo nintendo was the first one to start buying smaller gaming companies and making them the nintendo property uh and then now that the new console coming out the big seller is exclusives and what's one way to, to ensure that you have an exclusive with a, with a certain gaming company is to own their asses. <laughs> um, yeah, especially cause I mean, sometimes when you're making a deal with an exclusive, the company just wants to make money, make the, you know, make their game as available as possible. And so the exclusive might be similar to what you were saying earlier about, um, uh, what game we're talking about right now. Uh, the the Hogwarts Legacy is going to be exclusive for a set amount of time, and then after that, it opens up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Uh, it's it's a cold war, basically, with yeah. with these uh, consoles. 
Yeah. They're just buying each other up and, you know, and it's going to happen where we're like gaming companies develop just to be just to be bought out mm-hmm. similar to like web- websites websites will pop up just hoping to get bought out by a bigger website and then cash out yeah only thing i'm worried about is how long will will they have these you know because i know that some companies when they buy out like different uh properties and stuff like sierra a long time ago uh i'm a big fan of tribes you know that yeah, uh, yeah event eventually it just died out and they didn't want to do anything else to develop anything of the game because mm-hmm. um, there's so many other games out there now so yeah <sighs> all right well hopefully bethesda keeps up with awesomeness and microsoft doesn't mess with them too much um mm-hmm. but yeah based on what it, it sounds like microsoft wants to keep things as they are at least for the time being and uh they just want that exclusive rights Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. If people want to keep the exclusive rights to us, not legally binding, I'm not sure what I just said. How can they do that? <laughs> <laughs> they can do that by going to our website at www.the2lc.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers, t-shirts, uh, maybe a hat. And if there was something that we talked about on the show or something that you see on the feed, like Instagram, Facebook, whatever, uh, it gives us a, a little kickback when you purchase something on Amazon. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at the 2LC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we'll usually post some uh, announcements about the, you know, the, the, when the episode's out or uh, trending news topics that we catch find interesting or just funny memes. Find our memes, mm-hmm. share them. Uh, if you are able to, please go to the Apple Podcast sto- Store catalog and give us a five star in there. That helps us uh, find new listeners and moves us up the charts a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook, download, and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the TOC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle Player, or MP3 Player. All right, Anton. Uh, for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you guys. See you.